Yar, how be ye? Okay, I can't know. That's that's uh, we'll, we'll save that for later. Welcome, everybody, to Second Star to the Right. Normally, an adventure where five uh, heroes from this world and beyond are drawn to the island of Neverland in a race against time to recover a fallen star. Tonight, oops, all pirates. We'll find out what happens. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being here uh, and for being with us on schedule changes as we uh, kind of were working some stuff out over the last month. We're excited to be back and be rolling back into Neverland and kicking it off with some pirate fun. Before we do, big shout out, of course, as always, to our fantastic uh, uh, sponsors, Demiplane. I'm trying to see on stream. Okay, right down here. You see their logo right there, Demiplane. Demiplane is awesome. They are not only supporters of the show. If you go to Demiplane.com, you can find a game for you to play. If you're looking for a party, it's a great place to go find a DM, find a group, find new people to play with online, D&D, Cthulhu, whatever games you're into, you can go find it on Demiplane. They have great tools for video chat, for uh, group and shared notes and inventory and quest logs and all sorts of cool things that you uh, need and typically are juggling 13 different apps and programs for. You can just do it all on Demiplane, and that's pretty great. And word has it, um, I know because I was told this word by by someone at Demiplane that they have some really cool world-shaking stuff coming up. I don't actually know what, but they're pretty excited about it. So there's some cool stuff coming. Keep an eye out for what they have. Uh, we really appreciate their support. Support their show if you like D&D, Tuesday Nights, Heroes of the Plains. Go check them out at twitch.tv slash DemiplaneRPG. Um, great group of people playing games over there. Huge fans. Thank you to them for supporting us and supporting the show. Uh, they did not know that there was a random Oops All Pirates game happening when they said they would uh, support the show, but it's happening, and I bet they have our backs. So we're glad that they're there. We're glad y'all are here. Go support them like they support us. And uh, I'll throw it over to Joe to give a few more shout outs. Joe, take it away. Thank you, Andrew. Want to give another big, big thank you to some more of our sponsors. Uh, Laser Wolf Attack comes from the creative mind, the comic genius of Andrew McLean. Um, Laser Wolf Attack is his brand. If you go to their website, laserwolfattack.com, you can find all sorts of apparel like this awesome shirt I'm wearing here featuring the head lopper one of andrew mclean's main comic series it's a fantastic book it has adventure action magic fighting storytelling character development and like the freaking best artwork out there i can't recommend it enough go check out laser wolf attack and score some awesome nerdy gear and read some sick comic books Another big thank you to another sponsor of ours, Black Oak Workshop. Um, my personal favorite mom and pop dice making shop, the official dice sponsor of Second Star to the right. Um, and they're always doing fantastic things. Do you need embroidered dice bags with dragons with pirates with crows with anything you want on there they got it do you want extra large dice in the palm of your hand that roll more comfortably with bigger fonted numbers so you can read those nap 20s better they've got it they're always doing kickstarters they just wrapped one up now i hope you got your draco lich dice because i got mine and if you don't have any black oak workshop dice you could win some today. I've got these awesome pairs of dice that will be given away to one of you watching today. Keep an eye out during the break. There is going to be the giveaway chat code for your chance to win your very own Black Work Oak Shop dice. Did I say that right? Black Oak Workshop. Whatever. Pirates. Arg. 
Finally, I think it's time after a brief break to now join us back as we adventure on the island of Neverland. Let's do this thing. Two sessions ago on Second Star to the Right, the nefarious, the famous, the polite yet terrifying Captain James Hook recovered one of the five star fragments that fell in Shipwreck Bay. Not soon after, Captain James Hook beat out the so-called wannabe heroes of Neverland and took a star fragment from them as well. Confident in his victory, he sails back to his pirate vessel, the Jolly Roger, to plan the next steps in his campaign to conquer the island of Neverland. In today's session, we start empty. Everything's blank, blacked out. Our pirate champions have no feelings. There's no vision no hearing, no senses at all. You're just kind of existing. You're there in nothingness, floating in an abyss. Moments feel like centuries. Centuries turn into lifetimes before some notion of feeling overcomes you. A, a, a tightening sense, a, a strain uh, over what you're body would normally be you feel you feel tight you feel stressed you feel something growing on yourself that's pulling every single bone of your body in every single direction imaginable and once that excruciating pain passes for a moment there's a rush 
of fluid, of liquid, warm liquid running around and through your body, wrapping your bones, the fresh muscle tissue that just grew. And, and from there, overlapping like a cascading landmass, skin grows and extends from limb to limb, wrapping over your skeletal face before hair grows on you and your eyes fill out in the sockets of your skull. Your golden teeth stay in place, but fingernails grow on the end of your toes and fingers. As day sets and the night rises, the pirate curse you all live with transforms you from a sack of muddling bones to pirates in the flesh with semi-beating hearts. You all go through this process of literally being resurrected every single night for the last too many nights. There's not enough space inside the Jolly Roger to notch how many nights you've been on this island of Neverland. You hear your pirate companions waking up as well. Some of them popping out of barrels, falling out of hammocks, uh, uh, resurrecting just in the middle of the ship underneath the main deck. You hear moans, you hear groans. What is it that you're all doing as you wake up in the belly of the Jolly Roger? Night has just set. Your day of work is ahead of you. Janice, Sharkbait, Georgie, Craig, another day slash night, I should say, on Neverland is here. What's your morning routine look like? Well, I think before anybody else wakes up, Craig is already awake. Mm. And in fact, Craig comes through the door and, and shoves the, the curtains that I'm going to pretend are on the ship, probably that he hung up himself. Uh, uh, good day, everybody. Wake up. We uh, we got your your selection of foods here. Uh, I've got your lemons and your limes. Good to keep the scurvy away. Sure, we haven't had scurvy in, in many a year, but you never know. It might make a comeback. And I've got this for you here, a nice spread. And uh, it's bright, it's a bright, cheery day, yeah? And he kind of looks out over the sleeping bodies and just kind of just waiting, as he does every morning. Of course, yeah, you hear grunting and murmuring, a little bit of moonlight shining through the portholes on the underside of the, the ship here. You hear a couple of pirates shambling towards you, you know, jiggling through their pockets and pouches, looking for trinkets to trade you for that, those sweet lemons. I get up, and I toss him a coin and take a lemon from him, and I don't say anything, I just go... <sighs> And I walk past him, and I shimmy up the mast to the crow's nest. <laughs> Excellent. There's this, like, really long, obnoxious groan coming from one of the barrels where you just see Georgie. Like, she would be, like, laying down on the barrel. Her back's just, like, overextended. She's just going, um, Good morning. And she'll walk over to Craig. Um, Quick clarification, is it morning or is it night? I forgot. It is night, officially is night. night, but you all treat it like morning for some sense of normalcy. Um, uh, Craig, does, uh, we shall pull out a coin. That, that good enough? 
you have never paid oh gosh where'd my accent go uh you've never paid before and i'm uh, i very much appreciate your willingness to pay now but as always i do this as a favor to uh you my friends and my chosen family it's on the house oh well uh, yeah thanks i was just i saw shark bait gave you something so I'll, uh... it was strange but i chose not to say anything because they're very angry at this time of day night or, or whatever we have yeah, day, night, morning. What is it? And she'll look at the, uh, what did you hand her? A lime. A lime. A, a lime just bites right into it. There's like no hesitation <laughs> whatsoever. <sighs> the best nutrients are in the skin. That's a, that's a great way. Rub it on your feet later and a little under your neck. Like, like, like the skin? Yeah. yeah. It's full uh, of oils, don't you know? Oh, my skin not look supple enough or something? I did not say that. That is something you said. I, but yeah, no, I guess it does it not. Did. I think that might just be an insecurity I have. Uh, thanks, Craig. Um, oh, morning, Janice. Morning. You just <laughs> see this decrepit-looking pirate with like scraggly gray hair. I'm gonna, like shuffle my hat on. I'm kind of rolling out of this hammock. You see me kind of like adjust my my undead head. And I'll walk over. Hey, Craig, how much does all this stuff run you anyway? Ah, uh, well, it, it runs me about as long as it takes for me to literally run to the uh, the shore and pick all of them before the rest of y'all wake up and to arrange them on the plate and uh, bring them back here. That is, uh, that's how I go about it. Uh, you know, no no expense on my part, just the expense of, of time and uh, wear on my body, but uh, I do it for the love of, of you. Appreciate it, Craig. I'll take an orange and I'll just sit down and slump down and eat my orange. Excellent. And as you all go through your nightly routines, getting ready for the work ahead, you hear the, the commander on deck, the boatswain, call out to everyone. Oi, the captain's due back any minute now and he's gonna wanna hear singing. Don't worry, don't worry. I have prepped a pirate song to sing for you. As everybody gets their 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 mops, buckets of water and soap, cleaning the cannons, getting ready for Captain Hook to return back to the Jolly Roger, you all break out in pirate song. You sing, yo ho, yo ho, yo -ho. the pirate's life was we. Pirate's life from curse is we banned from the sea, and now we listen to Shmi. Yo ho. Yo, Yo -ho. the pirate's Yo -ho. life for me. Pirate's well, life for me. Sea, banned from the sea, and now we listen to Shmi. And now we listen to Shmi. And now, now we listen, we listen to, Shmi. to Shmi. Curse from the sea, banned are we. The pirate's life, life for, for, me. for me. Yes. And as you all continue the song, you hear echoing back from the bay, the lagoon, the Jolly Roger is nested in. The familiar voice of Shmi sailing towards the Jolly Roger. You hear his voice call out. It says, Captain, Captain, coming to the deck. And you all know what that means as you put down what you're doing, run across the ship, get to your positions to receive Captain James Hook back on the Jolly Roger. You know he was coming back with a, a very important message, a, a speech, some sort of news, some sort of update as to the whole crew's situation here 
on the island. How will we finally break free of the island's curse and get back out on the open waters where we can all be pirates once more and, and live the free life? Where do you all go? What do you all do before Captain Hook gets back on the boat to address the crew? Well, I would not have participated in any of this cleaning. Janice would grab her <laughs> clipboard and oh, yeah. her quill. And I would go back to where we keep that coin and I would double check to make sure no one has touched it overnight or over the day. And I would go line up ready to present to the captain the accounting of our treasure. Fantastic. Yeah, you get to the, the bottom of the staircase where Captain's Hook red velvet uh, chair that overlooks the top deck of the ship um, for the morning routines, the morning check-ins on the inventory of the ship. Not only the coin, but everything else, but mostly the coin. What's everyone else doing? Well, I guess I have to shimmy back down from the crow's nest now, <laughs> uh, which I do with the, the lemon just in my mouth. Yeah. So I begrudgingly shimmy back down the mast. <laughs> Grunting the whole way. And I'm just right up at the uh, the edge going, uh, Captain, uh, I've got your uh, I've got your selection of fruit here today. Uh, it's all ready for you, sir. It's uh, been prepared in your chamber. If you would like it directly from me, I've got it right here for you. Oh, welcome back, Captain, to the ship. And he starts trying to lead everyone in song, but people have already gone about like, yep. like the rest of the business of being on the ship. Excellent. Georgie? Georgie is definitely someone who's just going to like try to just fit with a group and just do what they're doing. Not really good at doing anything outside of what the normal stuff is. So. Yes. So just find something, work on it, and then just stand there where it's like normal for them to be. Wait, welcome. Captain. Wonderful. Yes, as you all get into positions, the small buoyant dinghy pulls up to the Jolly Roger with Shmi and Captain Hook inside. Shmi climbs onto the boat first, his small stature, much smaller than the rest of the crew, signature red cap and blue and white striped shirt uh, is, is noticeable across any horizon. Let's down a, a long velvet rope on the side of the ship um, to allow Hook a, a little, you know, extra uh, glamour as he graces the ship once more with his presence. You first see Hook's magnificent red velvet hat with gold trim, a large feather peeping out before his beautiful black maned hair, finely tuned and shaped mustache, looks over the deck of the ship before he sets both feet on it. You hear the rhythmic patter of his feet as he walks from one side of the ship to the other. All of the crew in utter silence, unless any of you have anything you're doing specifically as Captain Hook walks across the deck of the ship. Very good. A couple more steps up the finely cut wooden staircase before Hook puts his good hand and his hook hand onto the banister of the ship. He looks out over the crowd, seeing all of you look at him. And Captain James Hook says, Well, I've done it! As everyone starts cheering and applauding, not 
quite sure what for, but you know, it's better to cheer for Hook than to not cheer for That's it, mateys. We've done it. I've done it. And I cannot thank you all enough for your patience, your loyalties, and your commitment to our crew, our ship, and myself. You see, not only have I recovered one, as he pulls out a small nugget, uh, uh, I guess probably a larger nugget, the size of, a, of an orange or a small, you know, softball, um, glowing with this like kind of golden yellowish hue. This here, ladies and gentlemen, is one of our tickets off of this wretched island. But you see, we've accomplished more than we've thought, for we have another as Hook opens the vest of, of his clothing, his, his magnificent red and gold trim coat. You see beating in his chest where his heart should be another one of these star fragment uh, uh, lodged in his chest cavity. Don't you see? Don't you see? We have two! Two of the fallen star fragments. And with this one here in my chest, I can walk not only in the night with the cool breeze rustling on my skin, but during the day, I can now feel the warm sun against my own body. And pretty soon, when we have recovered the other three star fragments, we can get rid of this curse, and you can all feel the sun's magnificent rays on your skin. You can see light piercing through the trees on the island, and you'll be able to see the cool blue waters of the ocean that waits for us to set sail once more. Yes, yes, don't you see? We're this close to great this close to freedom and this close to achieving everything i've we've wanted and everyone starts cheering once more applauding and going crazy just the thought the notion of not only being freed of this curse this undead sickening that that rattles your body and and drives you through pain day in and night out but to leave the island this place this this setting you've been for more lifetimes than you can count it's exciting and encouraging but you also notice that hook is really leaning on that banister for support you can see several bruises and cuts uh, maybe some bones sticking out of his arm uh, a large black eye where you know normally it would be some nice you know mascara or, or finely uh, you know tuned powdered makeup but it's like a bruise on his eye hook has been in a in a tough fight really got jazzed and rattled up and although he's doing his best to keep his composure and his grace he's struggling to do so but no one unless anyone here is willing yeah craig craig seeing this uh runs up 
whether Shmi is in his way or not makes a makes a point of of, of hip checking Shmi out of the way. Um, Captain, I've uh, I've got your fruit here, sir. Uh, I've got everything you might need. And he holds the the platter up and kind of like casually is, puts his arm around Hook, like here you go, everything you might need for the day. Uh, supporting him very very subtly, but like don't worry, Captain, I've got you. We're here for you, whatever you need. And as you stand there in front of Hook. He looks down at you. Shmi uh, tries to like shramble to get to you to pull you out of the way. Sorry, no Captain. Sorry, Captain. Captain Hook says, "Hold, Shmi. Hold a moment. Let me see what we have here." As he looks down at your assorted fruits, Captain Hook takes his hook, pierces your finest lemon and holds it up in front of his face for the whole ship to see. He looks down at you and he says, Oh, Craig, sweet and sour Craig, with the freshest fruits on the ship daily, you've been keeping my crew scurvy free. Celebrate with me, Craig. Celebrate with all of us on this triumphant day. Lemons for everybody. Lemons for everybody. And and Craig jumps over the side of the ship because he's out of lemons and just starts going to the shore uh, (laughs) as quick as he can. Just starts picking lemons off and like chucking them at the boat. (laughs) Janice, you can take the extra lemons off my own personal tab. No need to dock the crew's pay for such a reward. Wonderful, wonderful. I must admit, I need a bit of rest myself. Now that I can walk during the day, it's had a harder uh, wear and tear on my body as Hook's trying to come up with an excuse for looking so rough. I will retreat and retire to the captain's quarters where I will rest and draft up today's orders. There will be much to do and everybody will need to do their part, but know every part you do is another step to our success and freedom. As Hook then walks back down the stairs with cheers and applause coming from the crew, opens the door to his personal uh, quarters, closes it, locks it behind him, as everyone sort of dies down in the excitement. Shmi barks out once more. Well, you you heard, Captain. Get back to your daily routines and duties. Everyone get back to your daily routines and uh, cover your duties as stated by the captain, my captain, your captain, our captain. And he's just kind of like shoving his way in front of Shmi. Uh, well, hey, on, hey, on with you, but... yeah, you scurvy dogs, to your, hey, to your duties. I'm supposed to, I'm the captain. Oh, has a lemon in his mouth. <laughs> As everyone knows what Shmi was going to say, uh, Craig taking the, the spot from him, um, the rest of the crew goes back to their daily duties, waiting Captain Hook's next command. And what is it that you all do? Craig, seems like you've got a, a motivation here. Uh, he just begins kind of like pacing back and forth uh i imagine craig is probably like a cook's assistant or something um but but he is i mean obviously gunning for for the shmi role here um so he's just kind of trying to like pace around like yeah well done tie that knot Uh, over there yeah the way that you did the thing with the sail 
do it a couple more times. Uh, you know, just kind of trying to project authority to dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. Of course, yes. Yeah, sound advice. Uh, Sharkbait, what are you up to? What are your daily routines and duties here? Well, I'm the lookout. Uh, so I'm going back up the freaking mast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Um, I'm going back up the friggin' mast uh, to the crow's nest, and I'm going to pull out my telescope and keep a weather eye out. And speaking of weather, oh. while I do that, um, I'm going to use my arcane archer ability to catch druid craft. Um, and I would like to be able to predict what the weather will be at my location for the next 24 hours. Absolutely. Uh, why don't you also go ahead and make a perception check for me while you got your telescope out? Uh, ooh, uh, 20, not natural. Excellent. Um, with the uh, um, aid of your druid craft, you, you sort of know the patterns and tendencies of weather on the island and around the island. On the island proper itself, where the jungle is dense, uh, sporadic rains and thunderstorms pop up here and there. Um, but around the perimeter, around the coast, and, and frankly, out on the water, it hardly is ever anything other than perfect and temperate climates. It's, it's always very enjoyable. Never a high tide or, or a crashing uh, tidal wave. Um, the storms don't often leave the center of the island or encroach from the sea exterior uh, to the shoreline. Um, you know, as long as you keep the ship and the crew on, on the coastline of the island, you shouldn't run into any weather hazards um, on today's adventure. Great. I'm, uh, I'm still suspicious, and uh, I muttered to myself, hey, this place is cursed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And Sharkbait, uh, another point of interest that, that Captain Hook himself has directed you to pay attention to every, every day the moon rises and you take your position in the crow's nest is to keep an eye on a certain pack of excavation spiders on the island's peninsula. Far off where the water encroaches on the sands of the peninsula, Captain Hook... Uh, uh, ordered a group of sand spiders to dig and excavate a large portion of the peninsula. Hook didn't tell you what it is he wants the spiders to find or, or dig up or build, but he wants you to keep an eye on the spiders and to make sure that they dig or have been digging every day. And as you look over that way, you see not a lot of spider activity a large rectangular excavation site dug out that gets deeper and deeper with, with every night you get up on the crow's nest. But you don't see the spiders moving around, you know, moving supplies, hauling sand out from the earth. Um, they're a little less active and that's suspicious. Okay, I make note of it. Of course. Um, Georgie, what are you doing? So Georgie, for lack of a better term, is just like a standard deckhand, just going around, helping move stuff, make sure things are where it's supposed to be. Not not the most intelligent one, but she's strong and she's capable. So That's all whatever she needs Hook. to move around, she's helping with. That's all Hook has ever asked for uh, in a crewmate on his ship. Excellent. Uh, and uh, Janice, what are you up to while we wait for Hook's orders? 
So, uh, having already accounted for that nothing has moved during our slumbers, I'm going to yep. go talk to, to Shmi. Hello, Janice. Ready for today's Ready. report? Yes. What did the captain get? What happened? Oh, it was a, a great deal. I wish you could have seen it. Captain yeah. Hook, he, he jabbed left and he hooked right and he 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 pierced those scallywags and, and took the star. It was brilliant. It was magical. It was it was amazing. That's fantastic. So two star fragments. We got two of them? Yes, two. two. And Captain's looking for three more. Three more. Okay, okay. Do those have any gold value, or are we strictly looking for the stars? Oh, just the stars, Janice. Just the stars. Okay. All right. Did he get anything else? Anything um, good? He gonna sneak me on the side? Um, um, Janice, make an insight check against Shmi. See if you can tell what he's hiding. Uh, a ten. A 10. Um, Shmi is not very good at deceiving, and you can definitely tell through the several lines of beaded sweat coming from his red bandana uh, that, that he's definitely hiding something. Come on, Shmi, what you got? I know you always get more than your report. Oh, Janice. Um, well, I don't want the rest of the crew to see, but uh, uh, come over here. And he kind of like darts back behind Hook's like big thrown backed chair. Um, you want to follow him over there? Yeah, yeah, I'll follow him. Excellent. Um, as you wheel around, you see him like rummaging through his satchel uh, as he pulls out a brilliant uh, pearl beaded necklace. He says, well, you see, uh, when Hook was, was battling those scallywags, I uh, sort of rummaged through some of the shipwreck and, and found this mm. treasure here. Very good, very good. So what do you think I ought to do with it? Should, should we split it, the two of us, or should I add it to the ship's register? What do you think? Oh, well, well, well as he, like, like takes his cap off and kind of starts, like, twisting it nervously, I, I, really, I really do like it, and, and I was planning on giving it to the captain myself. Mm. Uh, Janice, you, you know get in that, that Shmi is, 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 is pretty easily manipulated uh, and okay. can be encouraged to do things, um, you know, that he might not have thought of initially. Um, if you're looking to score half of this loot, you could probably convince Shmi to, to, to share it with you. Shmi, you want to get in good with the captain? You're always in good with the captain. What do you need to do that for? Make a persuasion check. Uh, that's gonna be a 15. 15. Oh, Janice, I suppose you're right. You you always know what I should be doing. And, and I suppose a, a nice lady like yourself should have a, a nice necklace to go with you and, and hands you the whole pearl beaded necklace. All right, I pocket that in my, my secret treasure pouch. Yes. I said, thanks, Shmi. You know, you're always his favorite. You don't need to do anything extra but me. I've just been doing this shit forever. So thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. Oh, yes, of course, Janice. Of course. As Shmi starts whistling and, and sort of walks off to another section of the ship. 
As night continues to turn and the crew goes about their duties, it seems Captain Hook is taking an extra long time to deli out today's orders. Shmi takes the attention once more of the crew as he calls out from the upper deck on a sort of makeshift megaphone that looks like a shell. Echoes across the hall of the ship. Would Janice shark bait Georgie and wait, wait, Craig... Would Janice shark bait Georgie and Craig report Craig... to, uh, report to the Shmi to, uh, to Craig <laughs> uh, immediately hop to yeah <laughs> Uh, yes, as, as Shmi slash Craig calls for the rest of the, the crew here, um, does everyone want to report to Shmi slash Craig? Yes, Janice doesn't hop to anything, but she'll report to Shmi. Of course. <laughs> I just lean out over the crow's nest and I say, speak loudly. Nope, we need you down here. No, we need, no, we need you down here. Uh, so, so that you're down here. Uh, yeah, in case you couldn't hear that the first two times, I think they're saying they want us all down here. Sorry, Shark Babe. <laughs> I'm gonna make you go up and down this crow's nest as many times as possible. Hold on, I'm going to be extra about it though. Um, yeah. So, because I have. I'm gonna rope. put that on a shirt, by the way. We're gonna sell a shirt that says, Hold on, I'm gonna be extra about it though. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new motto. And by new, I mean. Not at all new. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to tie a rope to the end of one of my arrows, and I'm going to try to shoot it down into the deck, like right between Craig's feet, and I want to tie it to the crow's nest and like zip line down, but I want to scare Craig. <laughs> Absolutely. I think make an acrobatics check first. Good, good, yes. 18. 18. Yeah, you dead eye. It pierces the wooden planks of the deck. And as you, you know, grab onto the rope and slink down, make an intimidation check. And Craig, make a charisma check. Just a check or a save? Doesn't matter. Uh, I just feel a, like asking. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 14? Yes. Okay, well, so the first one was a five. But the second one, because Craig is very lucky, uh, <laughs> is an 18. I'm so salty about it. I should have looked at your character sheet before. I literally, before you got on, I was like, I'm going to make Craig a variant human who is very lucky. Um, and uh, Sharkbait, what are you doing to attempt to intimidate Craig? Um, well, I was hoping that the arrow right next to him, funk in the deck would at least startle him. You know what? Uh, I'll give you advantage. Gotta beat an 18, yo. Advantage on your yo, intimidation ho, yo, check ho. with your dead Wait. eye shot. I have to roll my lucky Black Oak Workshop die then. Mm-hmm. If it rolls bad, it's not Black Oak's fault. It's empty. Yeah. Oh my god, it's an 18. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who does that go to on the tie? Because she's rolling to intimidate. They're just staring at each other. <laughs> Do you have bonuses or is that everything calculated? That's everything calculated. Since we both rolled 18s, we do one more roll off. One intimidation check versus one charisma statement throw. No advantage, no luckies. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, just breaking the rules over here. All right, Emily, let's go. You ready? All right, yep. Three, two, one. We're pirates. We're breaking the rules. 
Lucky 13. Lucky 6. Oh, <laughs> shark bait. What are you doing to intimidate Craig? So I, I, so the arrow lands thunk like yeah. right between his feet, and then I slide down, and like the momentum, I, I like, I, I slide down, and from the momentum, I'm like going pretty fast <laughs> as I like get off, and I, I'm coming right at him, and I literally stop just like four centimeters from his face, and I go. Shmi <laughs> wanted to see you. That's right, I did, as Shmi pushes the scared Craig out of the way and addresses the four of you. Janice, Sharkbait, Georgie, and Craig, I've got a bit of orders from our captain, and your services are needed immediately. If you didn't already notice, we have some captives aboard our vessel. As Shmi points to the forward mass, um, all of you see two humanoid creatures bound and tied with rope to the mast of the ship. Uh, these are adolescent creatures, uh, but not human in, in, in any like. Um, they are made of, of, of wood and bark. They look like bipedal trees with limbs and arms and a face coming out of like the trunk shaft of their bodies. Uh, imagine tree folk uh, uh, you know, bound and, and captured, tied to the center mast of the ship. But they're small. They're adolescent. They're maybe, you know, three or four feet tall. That's right. It seems our scouts have captured some Tillywith Teg, youth by the looks of it. And we've been looking for some Tillywith Teg for a long time on the island. As you know, they're hard to find. They blend in with the trees. And Captain Hook very much wants to know how to gain access to the Tillywith Teg village deep, deep in the island. You all have been entrusted to interrogate these Tilly with Teg to let us know what we want to know, how we get into the village. And if you need extra scare tactics, you can always have them walk the plank as he points over to the elongated plank stationed hanging out over the cool, deep waters of the ocean. Are you up for the task? I Yeah. Wonderful. Then I'll leave you to it. As he gives you the pirate salute and walks to another section of the ship. Or right, what's the pirate salute? The pirate salute and then walks to the other <laughs> section of the Good ship. Good to know. Good. Yeah. We reviewed this, Andrew, like we for two weeks, man. That would explain why I haven't gotten any work done. <laughs> Got this number figured out. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, okay. Why doesn't everybody make a quick history check? Um, let's see what you know about the Tilly with Tag. It'll be a hard check because they are mysterious creatures of the island, but who knows? Well, I don't know. 30, 20. Oh my goodness. Plus three. Uh, Janice, your 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 bookkeeping is not only good for uh, the the recording of treasure, but for the recording of like encounters and notable noticeable moments and and the history of of the the ships and crews experience on the island. 
Um, the Tillywith Teg, also known as the Green Folk or the Rooted, as a lot of the other island um, inhabitants call them. Um, the origins of the Tillywith Teg are lost to most, but they've inhabited the island almost as long as the great white bird that flies overhead. They are sworn protectors of the northernmost forests, and their village has never been discovered. Whereabouts they reside and live, nobody on the island knows. The Tillywith Teg um, range in ages and take, um, you know, millennia, millennia to like fully develop and grow. Their adolescence, their youth are called green sticks and flower children. And the Tillywith Teg elders are called the wheels or the slow council. You would know that the Tilly, the Nat 20, I'm just going to spill it all out there. <laughs> Do I know most of this too with a with an almost Nat 20? Um, no. No, I think Craig. This is too busy shouting over everyone. <laughs> yeah. Janice, you know that um, the Tilly with Teg are, 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 are very much like adolescent teenagers. They like to rebel against the elders. They like to leave the village and go under the jungle, into the island, and have their own experiences and encounters. They like to be independent and on their own. Um, you know that um, the leader of the Tillyweg Teth youth, um, who rebels against the elders the most, her name is Tiger Lily. And she has uh, an entourage that always walks and, and travels with her. Um, Tiger Lily is often accompanied by Fire Lily, Pine Lily, Orange Lily, Red Lily, Devil Lily, um, and a lot of other lilies, apparently. In this case, judging from your notes and descriptions of the Tellywith Teg youth that the pirates have encountered, um, in front of you, you have Orange Lily and Leopard Lily kidnapped and tied up by the pirate crew. And I think that's all I'm going to tell you. And they want us to interrogate them to find out where they live? Yes, they want the Captain Hook wants entrance into the Tellywith Teg village and wants you to interrogate these youth for that information. Okay. Green sticks, the flower children, the telly, tellyeth tag youth. And do I do we know what they know about us? Um I think what you would expect anyone to know about you all. Um everyone on the island um is aware of the pirate's curse. Know that they can only walk at night, that during the day, your sacks of bones, um, that you've been on the island searching for something. Hook kind of keeps a lot of that pretty close to the chest. Not even you or Shmi really knows. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. Um, really knows, like, what Hook wants past getting off the island. But no one questions it because they just want to get off the island. I uh, take a piece of flint from my my pouch on my side, um, and I, I try to start a little a little fire and oh. hold it up to them and see how they react. 
Absolutely. So, so it sounds like we're gathering okay. around the uh, the green. Well, seat. before before I go down there, is there anyone that I know of on the island who they might trust? Um, you know that Tiger Lily herself has taken a strong liking to the Lost Boys and their leader, who goes by the name of Peter. Okay. Um, other than that, a lot of, like the gnomes that Tillyweth tag get along with, a lot of like the natural creatures who help the island flourish and live and don't like hurt or tarnish it. Um, they don't get along with the pirates, right? Because the pirates um, are, are hurt the island and take its resources. They don't get along with the spiders because the spiders, you know, uh, dig things up and move things around and put things out of place and also work with the pirates. Um, so, so yeah, they're they're kind of separate in their factions as well. Okay. So just yeah. to be clear, to intimidate some prisoners, Sharkbait is starting a fire on ship. I'm not starting a fire on the ship. I mean, you said the words, I get my flint out and I start a fire. Yeah. I guess, wait, hold on. Let me rephrase. I light a torch. I'm not just like casually setting the boat on fire. We all burn, bitches! <laughs> Maybe later. Um, <laughs> I'd like to light a torch. <laughs> um, just sort of waving it in front. I mean, they're trees, right? They are trees. <laughs> just holding it up closely. Not not touching it to them or anything. Just seeing how the, they react. They don't like it. Uh, they're squirming. They're trying to move away. Um, you can hear them like th their whole bodies, like kind of like croak and crack and bend, like you, you would think, you know, like trees, limbs moving. Um, you don't see like a mouth. Like there's no like they don't have, like like lips or even like a seam like where a mouth would be. But they have like these kind of like glowing white eyes um, that are looking back at you, noticeably shifting, trying to get away from the open flame. I would not go down there just yet. Yeah. Um, I would like to use my proficiency with the disguise kit to mm. try and disguise myself as a lost child. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. And then I would like to just sort of like sneak around and... Like, I want to be in their line of sight and where I can hear them, but I want to be kind of, like, behind the other pirates who are doing some interrogating. Of course. I pick up what you're what you're putting down. Okay. Um, are you trying to stay out of the, 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 the line of sight of the green sticks, or do you want them to, like, notice you? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm fine if they notice me. Okay, sure. I just want to look like I am hiding from the pirates. Because obviously we don't hang out if I'm a um, lost child. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Um, excellent. So you are doing that. Sharkbake, you've got the torch kind of waving it around them. Um, Georgie, what are you doing? Georgie still has that lime from earlier. Yeah. Um, and just like is looking at them and just like bites into the lime again to see if that gets it a reaction. And kind of just like mm, put some of the juice. Like if they have like a foot out. Like, yeah. Seeing if it reacts to them at all. She just know. She's like, it's a tree. Let's see if it gets mad that I'm eating tree stuff. Yeah, yeah. You you squirt some lime juice on uh, one of their legs. One of their children. 
This is really morbid. Wow. Okay. And like as you darkest do, episode ever. A little a little like like flower sprouts off of their leg and like flurries a little bit in the, the breeze from the ocean. Oh, I think oh, I think it helped them. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> continues eating the lime and just watches shark bait. Uh, Craig What are you doing? Well, after the after the the lime is squirted, Craig probably comes down like having recovered from the the arrow and shark bait situation, and, and slaps the the lime out of Georgie's hand immediately. And immediately is like, sorry, 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 just just go with it. Oh, you bet you you like that lime, wouldn't you? It would protect you from the scurvy. But if we don't give you these, you're gonna get that. And you get the impression that Craig does not actually know what scurvy is, but definitely read a book once that said this is a thing he should care about. Uh, when being at the sea, he's like, "You want these, do you?" And he's holding out the the citrus. Well, you can't have them unless you tell us what the captain wants to know. Excellent. Uh, I think between uh, Craig and Sharkbait's tactics, uh, we can roll an intimidation check um, with advantage. So I'll let I'll let one of you make the roll, aiding the other. Uh, I think you should probably roll cool because i did in fact already roll and that will be so that works <laughs> nice. a 19 a 19 excellent um as you see the two green sticks squirm and and move um they they look at you directly um um craig and one of them speaks to you though there's no mouth opening um, but still words resonate from them somehow and all of you can hear uh, what this uh, uh, this flower ch- child is saying she says oh please please keep 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 the flames away keep the flames away we've done nothing wrong I move the flame the, the... a little closer <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, 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 no they said keep the flames away uh but it's the it's the fruit you want, yeah. You want the fruit and the flame away, so you can have the fruit. But I'm not gonna let you have it unless you tell us what we're looking for. Georgie's oh. definitely gonna try to be stealing some of that fruit back from Craig during this. Oh, no absolutely. attention! You totally do. But, yeah, no slide of hand check needed. <laughs> oh, oh, um, yes, the the fruit is nice. The fruit is nice. We we would take a bit more of the fruit. Only if you tell us what the captain wants to know. Otherwise, a fruit does doesn't it doesn't go to you. I don't I don't share it with you. I keep it over here. No, no, I don't share it. What what what, what does the the captain want to know? Oh, what does the captain want to know? What does the captain want to know? What the captain wants to know? The captain, the captain, want would love to know. The captain would like very much to know. Where's Shark Bay? What, what does the captain want to know? I gesture at Georgie because she's she's saying what the captain wants to know. <laughs> Georgie, what does the captain want to know? Oh, now you want to know? Where's your home? Uh, our, Where's our, your our, home? Our, our home? Our home is, is everywhere the island is. We live on it and are a part of it. Still squirming with the flame near them. Let's see, that wasn't that hard, was it? And he uh, gives me some fruit. Uh, the home is everywhere on the island. Uh, can I want... slap the fruit out of his hand before he gives it to them? <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> yeah, 
it was uncalled for. They gave us the answer. I don't know. I don't know what more you want from them. You want to be the one to go tell the captain the island's their home? Like, go ahead, do it. I want to see what happens. Actually, <laughs> uh, is Shmi down here? Shmi is on another section of the ship. Hmm. That's a, that's a very good point. Uh, uh, your home, more exactly, we're all on the island. If you could give us a bit more of a detail, uh, 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 a point. Uh, Janice, do you have that map on you? You don't see Janice with the G- group. Janice. G- Janice. Uh, and I just kind of look very helplessly at Georgie, like, help me. Of course. And Janice, what would you like to be doing right now? I would kind of like to be, like, waving my hands at them. And, like, I don't know if they can speak Thieves Can't or, like, if I have any kind of sign language I can use. Like, just just tell them how to get in your house. Where do you, do I just want to know how to get in? Like, I'm trying to, like, signal that to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a deception check. That will be Roll with advantage because of your disguise kit. Sorry. 18. 18. Um, the the Teleweth tag notices you, the one named Orange Lily. Um, it sort of looks past uh, Craig, who's who's trying to talk to, to, to Georgie to get some direction about what how this interrogation is going, um, and past the, the grunting of Sharkbait. Um, and you see that Orange Lily... It, it, a part of her like kind of headpiece the branches that are coated in leaves that's growing off of her head uh, one of these thin branches is growing a bit longer um and and she looks over at you and and says to you but no one else hears it um it resonates just in your head janice please take the branch take the branch and drop it in the water i do it absolutely yeah, you, do you just walk over and snap it off? What do you do? Um, I will like, like I will. I'm trying to play off this idea that I'm a lost child, so I'll kind of like give them the side eye and like, like sneak, like sneak up real quick and like snap it off and toss it in the water. Excellent. Um, and you do. Uh, while you're doing that, um, shark bait, Craig and Georgie, what are you three doing? I'm continuing to move the torch closer to them. Just slowly but surely. Excellent. Georgie? Um, first, after telling Craig, hey, maybe we need to get a bit more specific with the location. Um, turns back, just like, come on, just same time, same time, bro. Come on. Okay, you need to know where the entrance to your little village is. Where are all your people, like, centralized? You want you want this fire getting close to you? Because it's getting pretty close. And my friend Sharkbait here... Oh, shaky hand. No, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Uh, great. And then, Craig, anything for you to add? Uh, ever Jordan since here? somebody said, like, I think it was Georgie, was like, "Do you really want to yeah. go to hook this?" Craig has been like uncomfortably nervous and just kind of like looking back and forth, and just like nodding, like at what Shark Bay and Georgie are doing. Like, yeah, and he's like, "Squeeze." You, you notice that there's just like lime juice dripping down his hand. <laughs> He's like nervously squeezing this lime. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yes, Georgie and Craig, as you're uh, uh, furthering the interrogation with the young green sticks, um, you you all see Janice quickly 
break off a piece of the branch of Orange Lily, walk over to the edge of the ship, and drop it in the water. Um, while that's happening, the Teleth, the Teleweth Teg is like watching Janice doing this and really like kind of like stuttering and drawing out what she's saying uh y- yes the the our village is in 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 the north uh, most western northwestern portion of the island and to find it and to enter the village you must and as soon as the twig hits the water you hear a loud splash and a torrent of water washes over the deck of the ship as a elder Teleth Teg rises up from the depths and starts sweeping pirates off the ship, getting to the Teleth Teg youth. Bells start chiming, attack! attack as pirates are grabbing swords and javelins and spears and nets and, and getting in position to battle this massive tree folk attacking Craig Craig would start yelling Shmi why would Shmi allow this why would Shmi let this happen why would Shmi encourage this to take place why would Shmi do it <laughs> As, as Craig starts yelling on about Shmi amidst the chaos of this battle that's breaking out, um, what's everyone else doing? I'm going to like look them in the face and be like, what are you doing? Now they're going to kill me. You were supposed to help. We're going to help each other. Where's your entrance to your fucking house? <laughs> <laughs> The, the the green sticks um, squirming, trying to get free. Their bark-like serrated bodies, you can tell, are already cutting through the ropes. Um, your words no longer getting to them. Uh, Sharkbait, what are you doing? Um, how far away am I from Big Tree? Big Tree, um, you are 20 feet away from Big Tree. Can I just lob the torch at him? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, make Make an attack roll. Go for it. Never attacked somebody by throwing a torch at them in D and D before, well, but it's good. Play, you need to play <laughs> more of this game. It's a seventeen. It's a seventeen. You, you throw it, and it hits the teleth the telly with tag elder right where he's like the most flourished with growth in green, and it immediately catches on fire. Whoosh. I turn back to the to the trees that are tied up. And I say, I do you want to talk now? <laughs> uh, shark bait, real quick, roll four d6 fire damage against the Tallywith Tag Elder. Oh, me, Emily, feels very bad about this. <laughs> You're just it's in California. What do forest fires have me. to do with you? Mm. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> it's so much. Um, oh goodness, um, 12, 17, uh, 21. Damn. 21. Excellent work. <laughs> <Frick>. <laughs> With the Tellywith Teg Elder on fire, 
Uh, the green sticks, like, look at you and just stop moving in sheer fear. Um, Georgie, what are you doing? Oh, wow. Uh, Georgie is going to, against their better judgment, go out towards the plank, just try to get closer to this thing and take out her short sword. Just be like, I'm just going to hit this thing. It's a tree. I don't care. And slash at it. Of course. Make an attack roll. I'll say since it's on fire and probably a bit distracted by that, you'd have advantage on your attack roll. Yay! That's very generous of you because uh, that's bad. Uh, 14. 14 hits. Oh, awesome. So it's going to be... It's a big old tree. It's a big old tree. Uh, five points of damage. Do I have any allies within five feet of it? Um, Janice is within five feet of... Would I get sneak attack damage then? Of course you would. Okay. Perfect. So it starts the base damage for. Oh, why did I roll? That's incorrect. Sorry. Um, no excuses. <laughs> this is Captain Hook's crew. Four points of damage just to start, and then the sneak attack as well. It's only 2d6, but it's still going to be nice. six points of damage. So, um, um, ten points. Total. Excellent. Uh, give me a little flavor on that sneak attack. Oh, awesome. Um, why did you say that? Uh, Fancy footwork a bit, sneaking up on this guy, jumping a little bit, very agilely, even though she's kind of a bigger person, and laying down on the side, kind of with a flourish and just swiping, maybe like a branch falls off. Absolutely, yeah, like a big hunk of bark, peel, like fractures and falls (laughs) into the water as Craig is still yelling, Shmi, how could you do this? Um, uh, Janice is yelling at the green sticks, what have you done? And, and Sharkbait is, is intimidating the youth as well. All of a sudden, as the rest of the pirates are scrambling, the door to Captain Hook's personal quarters fling open with a thud as the wooden door hits the frame of the threshold. Captain Hook steps out and he yells above the chaos, Shmee! Bring the interrogators to me! As he ignores the battle that has broken out, turns around and closes the door behind him. You hear Shmi yelling out to the crowd, uh, 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 Sharkbait, uh, Georgie, uh, uh, Craig, uh, uh, Janice, to the captain's quarters! We're a little busy right now. Yeah, Georgie just kind of very big gesture at the giant tree next to her. Captain's <laughs> orders the captain's orders! We must see Hook! Uh, 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 okay, and uh, Georgie will disengage <laughs> with this tree. Yeah, yeah. Start heading in that direction. Of course, yeah, you do. As as the the elder like swings its arm across the deck, you hear you know thuds and ow as th- four pirates are thrown overboard, and you just like dodge underneath and walk towards the captain's quarters. Uh, Craig, what about you? As soon as Craig hears like the call from the captain, he's like, "Here we go. We gotta go to the captain's chambers." And uh, just, just like, doesn't even think about what the captain asked for. Is just breaking towards Hook's, uh, Hook's quarters. Of course, I will Excellent. kind of like make eyes at one of you. Like, I'm your captive, remember? Like, because I am not clearly Janice right now. I'll, I'll make yeah, a can I make a check to see if I, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, make a perception check. Uh, Janice, make a deception check. Mm. You're disguise kid. 
see if you can see through it. Uh, perception 22. Ooh. Eight. <laughs> yeah, you see through Janice's disguise, no problem. Uh, and just be very excited because he sees again an opportunity to gain favor with Hook. He's just like, uh, come along with me, you, you rapscallion. Uh, and, and grabs uh, them by the arm and starts dragging them behind him. Come in, Captain. I'm coming right. I've got him right here. Excellent. Um, and Janice, you're, go you're, you're willingly going with him? I'm willingly going. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Oh, I was realizing that she wasn't a cat. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Craig is so caught up in it. He's just like, <laughs> this person wants me to take them to the captain. I'm going to do it. And does it. Excellent. And Sharkbait, how about you? Um, I pull my pistol from my side, cock it, put it right up against the tree, say, don't move. And I put it back and I go. <laughs> Excellent work. Um, as you all enter Captain's Hook's personal quarters, the door closing behind you, the chaos of the battle still raining outside on the deck of the ship, you see Captain Hook at the back of the Captain's quarters uh, where these, you know, glass-paned windows overlook the, uh, the island proper. And he's staring out in the direction, Sharkbait, of the peninsula where the spiders are supposed to be digging. Um, and as you all sort of like step in a little further and like your eyes adjust to the light, you can see that the window is actually open and there is a large camel spider hanging outside the window. You hear it chattering, talking to Captain Hook as Hook is, you know, agreeing with it. Oh, yes. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yes, we've, we've been digging for quite some time. Finally. Yes. Yes. And as the spider like chitters and then sort of thumps away. You can hear it walking on the exterior of the ship. Hook closes the window, turns back to you all and says, Welcome! Welcome! Please, have a seat. Have a seat. Do you all want to sit down? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you can still hear the rest of the pirate crew battling the elder Tellywith Teg as Hook addresses you all. I just got some news. You see, some very important news. Our trusted allies, the hard-working spiders, have finally finished their excavation. The dig on the peninsula is complete, and they have found the item I have been searching for. I would implore you, expect you, to go to the excavation site on my behalf. Recover the item inside the chest and bring it back to me. That is what the spiders have unearthed, a chest, a treasure chest, one that I buried long, long, long ago on the island. And now that I have two star fragments, I need the item inside back in my possession. Will you do this for me, hmm? Aye. Aye, Captain, of course. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, the crew will deal with the commotion on the deck. You all should grab your gear immediately and set out on foot to the island's peninsula. Any questions? What's in the box? Oh, Janice, always asking the important questions. I, I dare not write it say, on my clipboard. 
I dare not say it. Just mark down that it is an item, a weapon of the utmost importance. Okay, gotcha. Wonderful. Set out immediately then and report back to me when the item has been recovered. Well, Excellent. Uh, and as you all step away from Hook's desk, walk back outside in the commotion, go below deck, grab your gear, and get ready to venture forth. Um, we have a bit of Neverland Island to explore, um, but I think this is a good time to maybe take a quick break uh, if everyone's good with that. Awesome. Um, during the break, as we step away, we're going to be doing our Black Oak Workshop Dice Giveaway. One lucky viewer who enters will have the opportunity to win these two awesome sets of dice. Um, I think just in chat, uh, type, I think, hashtag ahoy. And uh, once the giveaway is activated, um, and you'll have a chance to win the dice for yourselves. Um, excellent. And we'll be back in... Joe. Yeah. Sorry, quick question. Uh, for the giveaway, um, how does the pirate salute go again? Pirate salute. There we go. All right. There we Thank go. you. Wonderful. Aye, aye, mateys. We'll see you back ashore. All right. Welcome back from the break. Uh, the giveaway winner of the Black Oak Workshop Dice have been chosen. Congrats to Jackberry89. You got two sets of awesome dice coming your way. We got your contact info. I'll be reaching out to you to get you everything we need to get you these dice so you can roll them at your table. And for those of you that didn't win, don't worry. You can still go and buy your own set of Black Oak, Oak Workshop dice or tune into the next live stream because we're always giving away dice. So you're going to be covered one way or another. Shout but out to people born in 1989, you know, for no particular reason. Those people, good on them. Hey, Children up. of the 80s, we call those people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, let's grab your attention back to the adventure at hand as our, our adventuring pirate crew leaves behind the ship under chaos to head on a personal fetch quest for Captain James Hook. Um, as you all step ashore, night still hewing in the air over above, the crickets and nighttime critters of Neverland chirping and peeping through the tree line. We walk the sandy cold beaches from shore to shore as we make our way from the Jolly Roger to the peninsula of Neverland where the construction spiders have been excavating for a long, long time. Um, it's an easy jump from the Jolly Roger to get towards the peninsula. You sort of have to round one small bend before the south end and south beach of the island completely opens up to your eye. Um, why does everyone make a quick perception check? Alvia 19. Ooh, excellent roll. 11. Shark bait. Georgie. Um, while everybody's looking down the peninsula uh, towards the destination of our quick quest here, something catches your eye along the southern banks of the shore, a little more inland, east uh, towards the center of the island, but still on the shore. You see some like kind of 
bigger hulking beings meandering around the beach in sand. Um, a few nights ago, when the star fell from the sky and all of Captain Hook's pirates were on top of the deck watching the, the spectacle in the skies above, um, the star was fragmented, crushed by the, the giant white bird and scattered across the island. One of those star fragments landed on this southern beachhead, right about where all of these huge hulking creatures are milling about. Georgie, your experience would tell you that these creatures are golems, sand golems, and only show up when a, a, a certain inhabitant of Neverland creates or summons them. Um, you haven't dealt with this individual personally, but you've certainly heard stories and, and dealings from Captain Hook about this creature, about this, this young man who controls these golems and has been a problem for pirates in the past. Something to lock away. You want to do anything with that information? Uh, yeah, she'll, as soon as she notices, she'll be like, oh, look over there, sand golems. Yeah, I agree. What's that, uh, Hook had mentioned that, that, that... Captain Hook, his name is Captain Hook. Even if he's not around, we should speak with proper respect. Bloody fuck, Craig. <laughs> that is fine, <laughs> that. You can amend anything to my name that you wish, but he is Captain Hook in my presence. Uh, you will show honor to our captain. So Georgie, says bloody go fuck, ahead. Craig. What were you trying to tell us? Thank you, Janice. Uh... Captain Hook was saying about, I can't remember who the person who who's able to control, like creates these things. Do you think that means they're nearby? Hmm, I don't know. Possibly. Either way, it is a bad omen. Bad omen? Like, what you think? You think they're gonna see us and like, or I don't know. I think you're just a little bit too caught up in this sometimes, Sharkbait. Mm. This island is cursed. <laughs> what? No way! I hadn't noticed except the whole time where we like, you know, are cursed. So, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um. We gotta get the box. So what are we gonna do? We gotta go to where the sand golems are. We gotta get the box. Fortunately, the sand golems are in a different direction of where the box is. Sand oh, golems good. are to the east and the box is all the way south on the far end of the peninsula. <clears throat> well, we Janus, can dodge I, them. We, we certainly can. We can, head, uh, we can ignore the golems there over there. We can think what would Captain Hook do and he would head straight for the box and fetch it and return it to Captain Hook uh, you'd Captain return Hook it to himself? Return it to Captain Hook? Well, ignore that part. We're going to do... We're going to do the returning as if we were Captain Hook doing the returning. It's going to be us. We're going to do it, and we head that way. Go! And Craig starts marching that direction. Excellent. Uh, that one? Yeah, go ahead. Did, did you guys get that? I didn't get that at all. We just got to get the box, and Craig is full of shit. He likes to talk a big plan when all we're doing is going to get this fucking box. 
Let's go, Georgie. It's fine. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Janice. At least he'll be eaten first. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and as we make our way down to the peninsula's tip, you all hear an unnerving sound. Music, a chorus, a small batch of singers. They're what some on the island think is beautiful and harmonious and 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 creatures from across the island proper travel once a month to the amphitheater at the waterfall's edge to listen to these these creatures sing their ballads but to you all it's 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 nails on a chalkboard it's tires screeching it's those wretched mermaids who pirates despise singing in the direction that you all need to be walking are there any precautions we want to take before we walk upon these mer creatures gosh i hate these things um georgie's gonna try to just tear off these like fabric probably not well kept on her clothing whatsoever just like shove it in her ears yeah Uh, georgie no need i i have these right here for you and um pulls out just and he pulls the uh, out of your ear. I've got this right here for you. Um, sorry. Uh, if you take these, and he goes and sticks uh, two halves of hollowed out lime nice. uh, shell, I guess, on on your ear. It's like I had these made up a bit of a while ago, and when I say I had them made up, I made them up myself, and. And I picked ones that were the right size for each of your ears. I had to measure while you were sleeping, so I'm not sure if they're correct. But I think they're fairly cr- close after I tried them on several times. So here you go. He starts handing them out to everyone. Several t- oh, okay. Excellent. Uh, all of you want to cover your ears with uh, Craig's lime shells? Lime skins? A phrase <laughs> in your much. life you never thought you would hear. <laughs> cover your ears with lime skin. Georgie will automatically just yep sure. Mm-hmm. Going yeah, it's not, it. yeah. not the first time you put on uh, put on Craig's lime skins, so go with the flow. Excellent. Um, as you all walk up the beachhead, um, now on the peninsula with water bordering, you know, two sides of you, um, shoring up, splashing onto the sandy pathway, um, you see now the three mermaids. Uh, nestled up on a stone protruding out of the the shifting waters um an alto a tenor and a baritone all singing and harmonizing and uh what is normally a magnificent soothing song but to you again just pots and pans clanging against each other um uh, it seems though that their song is synchronizing coordinating some sort of dance flying shoal which are flying fish are jumping and flying across back and forth the pathway that you need to to bypass to get to the excavation site. These flying shoal are swarming, dancing, leaping to the mermaid's song. Normally, it wouldn't be a big issue to walk past a school of carnivorous fish, um, but in this case, the amount of them is hazardsome. there must be a way to die down the song to stop the flying shoal from flying across the pathway because you know the risks of walking through a swarm of carnivorous fish. 
So terrible! Make it stop! It's very much the singer and not the, the thing he's portraying. It's the sound. Can we make it go away? Well, I mean, you can stop the source, but... Uh, How uh, close are they? Uh, you're standing on the back end here. The mermaids are a good 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, probably 30 feet away. The closest one, about 30 feet away. Okay. You could get closer. And need all right i'll just uh i'll just take my pistol out and shoot one sure yeah you line up the shot and fire make the attack roll it's the old indiana jones move like why are we fucking with this like we have guns (laughs) (laughs) oh it's not good uh let's see that's gonna be a five to hit (laughs) a five to hit a, a blast! Gun. The smell of gunpowder fills the air, and as the smoke clears from the barrel of Janus's pistol, you see three perfectly intact, unharmed mermaids singing on a rock. Though now the tone of their song becoming a little more nefarious as they drop two octaves and the swarms of flying shoal fly closer and closer to you all as not only do pirates hate mermaids but mermaids hate pirates roll initiative <laughs> Poor she's not the adventurer she once oh. was what <laughs> so rickety <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's got, uh, like, a cigarette in one hand and, like, <laughs> like a pistol. She's like, ah! Just shooting in the air. <laughs> oh, man. All right, 20s and above. Anyone on initiative? At 21. Ooh. Okay, Georgie. Uh, then the mermaids. Um, okay, 15 to 19. 10 to 14? 13. And then Janice and Sharkbait. How do we do? Oh, Two. Eight. Eight. Okay. Excellent. I thought mine was bad. Um, <laughs> Just Georgie, the bookkeeper. You're up first. Um, obviously, you see the flying shoal flying closer and closer. Carnivorous fish that will eat the flesh off your bones. Um, although you're undead and die every day and then get resurrected at night, you still feel pain. You don't want to feel pain. Um, what would you like to do? Um... And so, are the troll represented on the map currently? Yes, these these uh, fish flyers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfectly. And um, I don't want to get near those things at all. Um, I think. Uh, and do we see where the uh, mermaids went? The mermaids are still on their rock over here. Three on of them. Rock. Ooh, okay, perfect. Um, oof. I really don't like those things. Um, rather than take out a pistol, because kind of just got cut off guard by Janice, just threw <laughs> yeah. a pistol out there. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> uh, just kind of reeling back a little bit, just gonna grab two daggers off her hips and just go and just throw them yeah. uh, towards the mermaids. At the mermaids, excellent. Uh, make your attack roll. 
First one will be a 16 to hit. 16 hits the mermaid that's singing at the soprano octave. Perfect. Here. And then... Okay, so that first one's going to be... uh, Six points of piercing damage. And then the second hit was higher. It was a 24 to hit. Uh, That's a hit. Then, but that one's only gonna be four points of piercing damage. Four points. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, two daggers sticking out of the mermaid. Um, as she maintains her song, um, you can see that she's disheveled and, and gruntled, severely gruntled. Uh, anything else you want to move around at all? Yes. Um, so Georgie is going to. Let's see, she has 30 feet of movement. Um, and would like to ooh, good idea. Um, take a little bit of movement to come out to that area of land off to her right, which is kind of jutting out near the near the rocks. Perfect, and that'll be it for her. Excellent. Uh, next up are the mermaids. As they continue the song, the flying shoal fly closer to you all. Uh, one attacking each of you except for Georgie who got out of the way just in the nick of time. Uh, Okay, these carnivorous fish have long piercing teeth that sink down into you as they attack. Uh, Janice, you are going to take a hit from the bite. I did change my AC to 15, so I don't know if that matters. I do have it as 15. Okay. Nice can we try. just change our AC? Is that a thing we can do? I just forgot. I forget to put on armor when I make characters. So I went back and did that. I changed Six. my AC to 30. <laughs> so it's too late. We already started. She let me know before we started. So it's like, you know, I can't go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you're going to take six points of piercing damage, Janice. Oh, goodness. Uh, right. An attack on you, Shark Bait, is a hit as well for. Ow. Six points of piercing damage. Craig, a fish goes to bite you, and it does for eight points of piercing damage as these flying carnivorous fish take some chunks out of y'all. Craig, it's your turn, then shark bait. I'm thinking, I'm sorry. I'm I'm reading how to play Barbarian very quickly. Um, All right, uh, point out who I am on the map, if you don't mind. You are on the far left over here. Yes. Uh, So I bonus action rage, which I hear is quite in vogue uh, for a barbarian folk. Um, (laughs) So that's the thing that I do. I'm going to whip out, and it's just like, Captain Hook said that we should take care of anything in our way and get the box back. And he rips out a, a, a just, like, he's a small figure, to be clear. Yeah. thin wiry and he just rips out the world's biggest fucking great axe just from nowhere you don't know where it came from just and he just slices <laughs> a, at whatever is closest to him uh, I'm going to reckless friend yeah. anything I can do I'm gonna do yeah reckless um, rage you give yourself advantage on your attack roll but also take advantage uh, on attacks from your enemies totally fine this is your your lemon cutting axe too right so it's it like is like like the extra citrus damage find citrus scent yeah <laughs> okay so plus five to hit uh nice that's gonna be an 18 to hit 
18 hits the flying shoal. Dealing a total of 11 points of damage. As you cut the fish in half, it flops down on the sand and dies. Nice. So quick question, because I bonus action to action. Frenzy, is frenzying a... It's a is it a bonus frenzy, like how do I frenzy? It's a free action. If you want, you can make a neck an extra attack and after combat suffer a level of exhaustion. Oh, that seems like a lot. Oh, look, there it is that. Okay. Um but it's for my bonus action though, which I already used to rage. So that yeah. would be next turn. Then I just go and I look around uh at whatever's next. Excellent. Shark bait, your turn, then Janice. Okay, so question. When this yeah. fish bit me, did it, like, bite me in some way, or did it bite me and hang on? Uh, it bit you and hang on. I'd like to bite it back. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if I can? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Gonna... Just make an attack roll. Okay. Tonight, is... I'm going to attack with everything but my weapons tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of course. Well, Janice is proving pistols don't work, so. Um, 13? 13 hits the flying shoal. Roll 1d4 plus your strength for damage. Strength modifier. Okay. Mouth strength. Um, Mouth strength. <laughs> uh, three. Three points of damage, which is enough to kill the fish. Describe to me how you do so. Uh, where'd it, where'd it bite me? <laughs> Uh, it bit you, like, right on the forearm. Then I just hold it up, and I bite into its head, and I rip off its head. Yes. <laughs> Separating its head from its body. Do you eat the head, spit it out? What do you do? Um, I do spit it out. Okay. And, I, like, I'm hoping the mermaids saw that and are scared. Make an intimidation <laughs> check. This is great, because I have, like, my charisma's not good but I just want to be scary. <laughs> 14. 14. As like the mermaid in the back, like looks around and then just dives in the water. and is gone. Amazing. Um, I. Okay. Yeah. I guess that that was my attack. <laughs> <laughs> it sure was. Do you want to move around at all? Um, Yes, I would like to move. Uh, oh, shoot, how far, how far away are the mermaids from us? Mermaids from you, 5, 10, 15, 20. 30 feet is the closest mermaid. Okay. Um, then I'm. At, oh, I forgot how friggin' ranged combat works. <laughs> One moment, please. Um, if you have an extra attack, you could shoot an arrow, but I don't think you do. I mean, I could use action surge, but I don't want to yet. Okay, very um, good. So uh, I just want to move so that the mermaids are within range that I could shoot them. Yeah, you're you you have achieved that, no problemo. Great, then I'm excellent. Done. Janice, you're up. Then Georgie. All right, so I've got this fish hanging on to me. Oh yeah. This one's hanging on to like your, right. your, your outer thigh, flapping around its Ugh, wings moving. Gross. <laughs> so I'll take out my dagger and just jab at it. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's see it. All right. Okay, that's good. 20 to hit. 20 hits the flying shoal. Roll damage. 
And then, do I, are my friends, do I have someone within five feet of me? Didn't I get that sneak attack bonus? You do. Craig is within five feet of you, raging in place. All right. Just, like, squeezing lemons into his eyes. All right, that will be 12 points of damage. Describe to me how you vanquish the flying shoal. I just pierce it all the way through and rip it off my thigh and then fling it into the ocean. <laughs> and it's just a distant splash. <laughs> Excellent. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. You'll just hear like, get the fuck off of me. And I fling it <laughs> off. That's all you Excellent. hear. Uh, Georgie, there are two mermaids still in the encounter area, still singing their song. Most likely going to summon more flying shoal on their turn. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, hate fish. Um, so Georgie is just going to like, kind of looking over glances at the group like, oh, they're right. Um, and then takes her movement just to like, get a bit of a running start. Yeah. She's going to take her short sword out. She's like, I'm just going to jump if I can over onto this rock. Absolutely. Make an athletics check okay. uh, to clear the gap there. Uh, let's see. 15. 15 is a success. Bring your weapon down onto the mermaid. I'm going to let you roll with advantage since you're leaping through the air in a tactful attack. Awesome. Okay, so with advantage, Ooh, natural is now. Oh, with advantage, thank you, natural twenty, so oh, twenty-five. The mermaid singing at the tenor octave never saw it coming. Roll damage. Sushi oh, time. <laughs> that should proctor sneak attack too, right? With advantage, yes. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or with, uh, let's see, what's the other thing here I have a thought? Uh, or rakish or rakish audacity. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, but. Sneak attack damage. So first is 14. Nice. Damage. Um, let's see here. Next is going to be sneak attack. Ah, it's been forever since I've been a rogue. Um, and then it'll be another six points. So 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. And you vanquish the mermaid. Describe <gasps> to me the killing blow. Okay, so this is, while her running seems very graceful and very intentional, the leap just is like chaotic and she's like flying through the air and just like brings it down on the mermaid striking into it and just kind of pins it against the rock stands up and just like ugh, pushes it into the water excellent yeah as the mermaid's body flops into the water and sinks to the 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 the, the bottom of the shallow shore here the other mermaid just like scoffs at you <laughs> and dives into the water to swim away like mocks her as she's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I was and not I... expecting Bree to be the one to mock mermaids, but I'm so very here for it. Like it's such a thing. It's good. Uh, as the group backs up together here, uh, any any thoughts? Anything we want to say? And that's why you put the limes over your ears. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can't argue with that. It seems, seems very legit. Um, I just keep yeah. walking towards this box. Absolutely. Uh, uh, as James, we uh, have... very quick. 
Uh, Janice, you're Oops. looking awfully rough there. Uh, I, w- would you like one of these? And he pulls out a coconut with a little straw in it and offers it to you. Uh, would you like, like a sip of that? And it's a, a healing potion. Ooh. Thanks, Craig. You're always here for the good food and the endless nonsense. And I take it and drink it's it. It's a compliment. <laughs> Was that Joe? 2d4 plus 2? Yes, 2d4 plus 2. Side note, players, uh, if you just tell your DM that you have a healing potion and act like it's normal, sometimes it works. Uh, side note, players, if you RP it well enough and sell it to your DM, he will allow you all to of administer the a <laughs> What I'm hearing is side note. So many ways to take advantage of this rule right now. <laughs> you get it. You get it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, with Janice sipping her coconut healing potion, you all make your way southbound across the peninsula, the, the, the farthest southern point across the whole island of Neverland. Um, even as pirates, you would maybe up to you, obviously would, would like look over your shoulder back at the island and just see the, the beautiful topography from rolling waters, sandy golden beaches, dense green jungle to, to the triumphant mountain range, hugging all of it, keeping it close. Um, but our main focus is on captain's hooks orders to recover this treasure chest. An hour passes from when you first step foot on the peninsula to where you shore up at the excavation site where the sand spiders have been working hard. And you see some of them still working and quickly crawl over to you. Hang on one sec. Let me just get in the gear here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Someone needs to clip this. Make a gift of this. Please. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we get we'll to the Google excavation. How to clip switch real quick. Uh, as you see, this this magnificent hole uh, hole is 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 too modest of a term. This this triumphant wow pit that has been dug out um, by these spiders. It's easily fifty foot wide and 80 feet long and probably drops a good 100 120 feet below the water's surface um you can see the spiders have like embedded a a safety rope of silk around the open pit and are actively working to clear the site and keep things organized a giant sand spider quickly scurries up to all of you um and and pains his focus to you. It looks at you and starts chittering. Georgie looks very confused at everyone, like, what? Oh, I, uh, I, I, I speak spider. I, uh, I learned it, uh, during I took a, a Rosetta Stone, uh, or a whatever the other app is that people talk about a lot to make this socially relevant. Uh, I, I speak it, and, and, I, and I get down in front of the spider and I go, Make a charisma check. <laughs> I'm just gonna lie about my roll. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> just straight charisma. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. The sand spider turns around and raises its abdomen, its thorax, thorax, abdomen. 
It's sure. it's silky butt uh, up at you. <laughs> so much <and> worse. Shoots <laughs> a line of spider silk at you and wraps you around a couple times so that you're snug like a bug in its spider silk and then starts moving. You hit the sandy ground and get dragged behind the spider. Follow, um, follow me. Three more sand spiders crawl over to you, Sharkbait, Janice, and Georgie as they go. Don't be doing that to us. And I'll just say, we're here to pick up the captain's box. And immediately, uh, Janice, the spider at you, turns around, silks you up good, and drags you towards the pit. You just hear curse words and being muttered. <laughs> <laughs> just rattling off, yeah. In smoker voice as she drags away. <laughs> Georgie, Sharkbait, how are we feeling? I don't I'm, want I'm, that to happen. <laughs> me neither. I am backing away. <laughs> uh, do you like want to walk towards the pit where your companions are being dragged off to? Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the, the sand spiders, you know, walk next to you um, more as a safety precaution. They don't want any issues, any liabilities, any injuries here. Uh, everything's shored up and buttoned up, up to code. Um, and you see, as you get to the edge, the other two sand spiders um, hang um, um, Janice and uh, Craig over the edge of the pit and slowly and safely extend their silk down, lowering the other two pirates into the pit, 120 feet down before they hit the bottom. Oh. Safely, should, I might, I, I should add, it's all safe. Just just eats them off the side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I... Uh, Georgie, knowing she's probably gonna get wrapped up in spider silk just by talking. Like, this is the one who's currently, like, lowering Janice. Can I just climb down? Like... Make, make a persuasion check. Oh no, a four. A four? <laughs> um, the spider looks at you, turns around, and shoots silk at your head as oh. it like coils on itself, wraps around your head and sticks to you, and acts as a sort of hard hat or safety hat. Uh, it then like unhinges the silk rope and like allows you to pass and climb down if you choose. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, very confused. You'll start like trying to climb down. Of course. Make an athletics check to climb down. Uh, while you are doing that, shark bait. What are you up to? What are you doing? I, I turn to the spider and I say, "They brought me on." And I take my rope, tied my arrow, shoot the arrow into the ground, drop the rope over the end, and shimmy down. <laughs> if Excellent. I'm allowed. <laughs> uh, you can make an athletics check as well. Um, uh, Georgie, how'd you do? A six. A six. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Sharkbait, do you want to make an attempt to grab Georgie as she falls past you, or <laughs> let her hit the ground? Yes, I I will grab. I will attempt to grab her. <laughs> yes. Uh, make another athletics check to grab Georgie. 
uh, before she falls so. and takes a bunch of damage. It's probably oh. isn't the first time. <laughs> 18. 18. Excellent. Uh, yes, you grab on to, to Georgie. Um, Georgie, your head hits the back of the pit wall, but luckily you got your hard hat on, so everything's safe and easy and breezy. And the both of you shimmy back down to meet with uh, Craig and Janice. The four of you now teamed up once more. You see in the center of the excavation pit a singular box sitting on top of the sand. Um, let's see. Um, instead of chatting it, I'm just going to note to our lovely uh, Twitch producer Smithers behind the scenes to share this fantastic image of what we're about to see. Because I'm holding flags and it would be unsafe of me to put the safety flags down to type to him. <laughs> To that screen. You got to be aware of OSHA, man. Like, yeah, the show is OSHA compliant. The show is OSHA compliant. You all come upon a sinister metal box with an iron lock built into each of its four sides. Each lock sports a keyhole with an sculpt image above the hole. Four iron keys lay on top of the iron box. Each key has a different number of teeth. On the keys, the following verse has been etched. The spell on these locks are all the same, though each possesses a unique name. Count on your answer to unlock the way but use the wrong key to your dismay. Four keys, four locks, four images above the locks. We must find a way to unlock the box and bring Hook back his precious item before he gets impatient. <laughs> now, you're probably asking what these images are above the locks, because that's important. The first one is of a bat. The second one is of a snake. The third one is of a spider. And the fourth image above the fourth lock is a wolf. Now solve the puzzle. Craig, once upon a time in a mysterious, strange world, uh, read an odd tome called Bosch's Baldron of Beverything. Oh. And so, so Craig is going to bow himself out. You sure are, bud. Of this puzzle, um, because of that darn Bosch's book he read. But he's like, uh, I, but he'll roleplay. Uh, this is very hard puzzle. Uh, surely someone who wants favor with the captain could step up. And he very much looks like I will take credit for whoever solves this puzzle. How many? Uh, you said the keys have a different number of teeth on them. Yes. One of the keys has three teeth, one has five teeth, one has six teeth, and one has four teeth. Ah, I think I got this figured out. It's got to do with numbers. <laughs> That's oh, right, Oh, I'm, I'm glad you caught on. I thought this was like about like biology or something, because the, the animals, but... You got this, Janice. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Well, any of you, any of you others want to take a guess? You got any input? Shark bait, what do you think? Don't be cursing us again. 
<laughs> I'll do my best. Oh, Betsy's not as good as she used to be, I say as I pat my pistol. <laughs> All right, so if the if the team is good with it, I will attempt to unlock the box. What you got for us? Yeah. Walk All us right. through it. I will put the the key with you said there's a key with three teeth? Yes. Okay, I'll put that one in the bat image. Okay. And, and as then you... the key oh, go ahead. Yeah, you put it in and there's no resistance. All right, and then the key with four teeth, I will put in the wolf image. Excellent. All right. Clicks. And then the key with five teeth, I will put in the snake. A third safe click. All right, and then I'll look around at everyone. And the key with six teeth, I'll put in the spider lock and jump back. Excellent. With the correct keys in the correct keyholes, the magical seal keeping the chest trapped breaks. As the top pops open slightly, the trap is disarmed safely. Safely, mind you. Excellent work, Janice. Wow. Janice, how did you figure that out? Numbers. Number. I don't. Yeah, you're, you're like you're like so smart. Wow. It's, it's not, I brought my abacus with me. I you I can use that. I can lend it to you if you want to learn numbers sometime. Yeah, yeah, I'll take you up on that. And she kind of looks over at Sharkbait like I can't read. Um... <laughs> Excellent work, Janice. Yes, as the number of teeth on each key coincides with the number of letters spelled used to spell out each of the words of those animals line up to unlock the box all of the sand spiders now standing above you arena style looking down into the pit are like chittering and chattering in excitement as as all of this is going on their hard work you know paying off okay and um being the mastermind that I am, I would have advantage on knowing if there are any more traps or if we are safe to open this box officially. Of course. Do you? Is that just like a, like an insight thing, or do like do you give it like a like a sixth sense, one more over? Have, you know what I mean? I have advantage on perception and investigation to detect the presence of um, secret doors or non-saving throws made to avoid or resist traps. Excellent. And I yeah, have resistance you... to damage dealt by traps. That's super handy. Yeah, Janice, you would know that this box now completely disarmed and safe to hold and open. All right. I hold it out and we open it. Excellent. And as you look inside this large box, you see a blade. A magnificent rapier laying in straw inside the box. Normally, uh, a rapier is, you know, like a single thin blade with a sharp point on the end, but this one's slightly different. The blade itself is forked into two separate pointed blades. And Janice, with your, your mastermind um, investigation, you can feel an insane amount of magical energy flowing off this forked blade. This is, of course, a rapier of life stealing. Mm. 
Okay. Well, this is a very fantastic looking blade. I have a friend named Telith that I think would uh, very much appreciate this. What if we just shipped it right over to him? Uh, and that might be very nice uh, for Telith. I don't know who the fuck Talith is, but I gotta take this to the captain. No, uh, good good point. All treasure goes to Captain Hook. That's what I always say, and that's what the captain says. Uh, Shmi likes to steal treasure. That's what I heard. Everybody heard that about Shmi? Shmi steals treasure. We all heard it. Aye, and I'd like to leave you in this hole. Janice, you would also aggressive. notice. Very aggressive whether uh, you would share this information or not. Some gold pieces stashed away in this treasure chest as well. Probably personal wealth of Captain Hook, you know, spreading his treasure across the island as, as pirates do, burying it. Um, a good deal of treasure. 250 gold pieces. Mm. Anything you want to do with that information? I would, uh, I mean, I would assume the captain knows he put it there. It's likely, but could be unlikely as well. He's a little scatterbrained. That's up to you. I mean, you keep track of the treasure, don't you? I do. I do keep track of that treasure. So I will uh, make a. I will make a sleight of hand Excellent. to just stash that away. Everyone else um, can make a uh, uh, perception check against Janice's sleight of hand. That'll be a twenty-one for me. If anyone can beat a twenty-one. That's a big no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Georgie. Oh, Not 19, but no. <laughs> oh. All right, so I will I will stash that away, just keeping in mind that if the captain brings it up, I will tell him I was just keeping his treasure safe from the other pirates, but if not, I'll put it on the other spreadsheet. Of course. <laughs> of course. And as you retrieve the blade and the gold, the construction spiders send down their silk to safely bring you back out of the pit. They also escort you back to the Jolly Roger. This blade that you have is of the utmost importance to Captain Hook. And the escort is, is, is needed, not, not to keep you all safe, but to keep the weapon safe. Um, bypassing any hazards, you all make it back to the Jolly Roger. There you see the chaos you left has been subsided. A massive tree folk, a Tellywith Teg elder, now laying down across the ship's deck. Pirates with wood-cutting axes hacking it to pieces and, and turning it into a resource. Captain Hook eagerly awaits you all in his private quarters. As you step back onto the ship, what would you all like to do? I will go take this rapier of life stealing to the captain. And Craig is running right behind Janice, trying to figure out some way to take, like, not even to take credit for it, but just to make sure that he is associated with the delivering of it and Shmi is not. Of course, of course. Georgie, Sharkbait? I'm going to follow sure. behind. Yeah, also following, not nearly as aggressive as Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You all make your way into Captain Hook's quarters as he's looking out the window where you met him once more, or once before. Um, he says without turning an eye, sorry, I probably shouldn't have the construction spider hat on. <laughs> now I'm Captain Hook. Hey, real quick shout out to to Odo Sean and to Bill for people gifting uh, subs and chat. Thank y'all. 
That's Holy super cow. super awesome of you. That is super awesome. Thanks. You're all everyone. fantastic. That's right. You have it then? The blade is in your possession? It is, Captain. It, it is, Captain. Yeah. Sorry, go <laughs> ahead, Janice. Uh, she procured it under my direction. Uh, go ahead, Janice. So much fucking direction from this one, Captain. Here's your so rapier. Much. As you offer it up, Janice, um, Sharkbait, anything from you as Captain Hook turns around to see the prize? Nope. Georgie? Um, Georgie's like only just now actually looking at the rapier and being like, oh, that's a really nice sword. Excellent. Oh, man. Like comparing it to her short sword, like, oh, man. <laughs> Captain Hook's smile widens past his curled mustache. He says, yes, yes, the rapier of life stealing is back in my possession. With this blade, we can acquire the third star fragment. As he quickly turns around to the open window, a sand spider hanging out in it. Now, take your diggers and head to the second excavation site on the southern beaches. The spider scurries off as Captain Hook turns back to you all, holding up the blade, he says, that cursed child. Jonathan Napoleon Darling. He may have achieved lichdom, but with this blade, I will extract what life is left in him and recover the star fragment he has. <laughs> Do you all laugh with him? <laughs> and uh craig just keeps laughing until it's uncomfortable because he's the only one still laughing and we laugh until there's no more laughing because now our oops all pirate one shot <laughs> is concluded good work team captains Captain Hook's life-stealing rapier has been recovered, uh, mainly because Justice complained so much about not having a magic sword as Hook last time he was on with us. I was like, you know what? Let's give Hook a magic sword. And now Sh Shout out I'm to Justice Armin, who who brought Hook to life uh, a couple episodes ago. He wanted to be here tonight to be Hook again. Unfortunately, he could not. So, you know, I would say go follow Justice, but apparently 20,000 people are. So you probably are already. Yeah, he doesn't but, uh, need big you. Props justice to tell people yeah he's good he's got it um awesome well before we sign off for the evening um anyone from the cast have anything to add anything upcoming anything we want to tell our our awesome viewers Bree, you always got something cooking up don't you i'm on a little bit of a a break at the moment which is nice, nice actually i hey, mean congrats I've yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I mean, I am also a sometimes game master, all the time channel coordinator at the Initiative Order. And so if you guys ever have a chance to stop by there, we have some regular streams going on this weekend. We have Simbroom Sunday at 12 Pacific Standard Time. Uh, after that, we have Far Realms, which is a homebrew cult uh, setting, which is at 4 p.m. Pacific Ooh. Standard Time. Fantastic groups for both. I'm hugely biased because my partner runs Simbroom. And dear friend runs Far Realms. So, but Excellent. fantastic. If you have a chance to check it out, it would be super appreciated. Please do. Yes, go support the Initiative Order, an awesome group of people. Um, Emily, anything on your end? Um, I'm still not at liberty to say, <laughs> but I can 
point you in the direction of 20 sided stories and say, hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Good tease. Uh, Des, how about you? Same old thing. I am on Instagram and Facebook at Desmazing. That's where you can interact with me the most. I am usually painting my nails and teaching you about attachment theory um, and how you can heal it and have an awesome life and good relationships and, you know, have joy and fun doing stuff like this. All so, good things. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, Andrew, you got anything? I got a couple things coming up, not this month, but uh, in October, I will be guessing as breeded on a, a Braxis uh, precipice, um, which is terrifying to me because I don't know the system, but I'm going to learn it and uh, I'm going to go be in space. So I think that's happening on October 13th. Keep an eye out. Uh, I'll post things about it. And then also, I don't know if this has been announced yet, so I don't know if I'm breaking rules, but uh, I'm a big fan of the folks over at Gehenna Gaming. I've played a couple games with them. We are doing a Cthulhu game, which is awesome for me because I love Cthulhu. Even though I've never played it, this will be my first time, but we're going to be playing Cthulhu in the Mummy universe. Um, so we're going to oh, be playing a Mummy, so the Mummy one-shot. I think that's going to be on October 2nd. Keep an eye out, though. Uh, follow, follow on my at Roll Persuasion. And uh, I'll definitely tweet about it, but that should be coming up fairly soon. And I'm very excited about that. That's super awesome. I uh, want to give another quick shout out to our fantastic Twitch producer, Smithers, who is behind the scenes, making things run smoothly for us and for you. Uh, if you want to check out all the nerdy pop culture action that he's involved in, the Chump cast, uh, they are super active on social medias. Go check them out. Check out their podcast. Join their Discord. Get a part of the pop culture conversations. It's always a good time. They've been doing streams for the what Marvel What Ifs on Disney+. Plus. Um, everyone like jumping on Discord and talking about it as we're watching it. It's super fun. Go check them out. Um, and for me, uh, next week, I will be announcing my spooky horror Halloween one-shot that will be open for booking. If you, your friends, your family, your coworkers are looking to play some extra D&D on the Halloween side of things, Hit me up. You'll see the announcement. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah, Andrew. Just one more also shout out to our fantastic mod, Fluffy Snowfall, in chat. Thank you so much for being here each and every week and just being freaking amazing. Um, she has been streaming. I, I think it's been a little bit, but she's been streaming some Super Mario RPG on yes, Nintendo I Entertainment tuned System. in, and it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's yeah, a good time. Uh, super duper fun. Um, she's also, if you're going to be a game hold on, I think they're all full because I think her game's filled up so fast, but she's, uh, she's running some Barovia. Uh, vampire themed games at Game Con if you're going to be around. Just in general, um, check her out. You can follow her on Twitter at Fluffy Snowfall. So definitely give her a follow. Thank you so much, Fluffy, for supporting us and for helping us out in chat and during the game. Yeah, Fluffy Snowfall coordinates all the dice giveaways. So thank you, Fluffy Snowfall, for getting fresh dice to the people. Um, with that, thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll be back in two weeks, um, back in the seats of our normal characters as we head towards the gnome hamlet to make some very important allies and to do a little gnome party, if you know what I'm saying. Um, until then, remember, if you get lost, just look for the second star on the right and follow it straight on till morning. Thanks, everyone. Pirate salute. Oh. <laughs> Pirate salute. Ha <laughs> ha